It's like, no, a potato is a bean. The return of science man. <laughs> science man's like, that's a bean, my friend. Maybe those rings movies just came out and you're not planet middle earth. If you feel it, you see, then take a moment and listen to the IFC podcast. Welcome to episode 123 of the IFNZ podcast, the only podcast ballsy enough to tell you that we've only had maggoty bread for three stinking days. <laughs> I don't know why that was in my head. <laughs> I, I'm not sure either, but we'll you just, know what I mean? No. From Lord of the Rings? When they're carrying Merry and Pippin? You know, I, uh. And the one's like, yeah, why can't we have some meat? <laughs> That's definitely yeah. I remember this. You, you've you've got the impression down. What about the likes? They don't need those. I uh, I really want to watch those movies again because that's like those are movies I watched all of the time. Ooh, might right? I recommend a news topic that I just remembered? What that, is it? That they are now out in IMAX, completely redone. 4K in IMAX for the presentation. You can go to the IMAX theater and I'm watch not going to the theater. all of those. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, you watch it in the IMAX at your house. <laughs> yeah, I get that, that home IMAX. Mm-hmm. Not, I I have them all, like, in multiple forms. And mm-hmm. I just, I you've have them in three hours. You've got them in four hours. You know, I do. <laughs> I've got them in digital. i got them in physical. i got all of, I got all of the versions of it. And, uh, and I still haven't watched all of the Hobbit movies. Yeah, I've watched... No, watch the no, first one. I've, I've watched. I know I've watched the first two. I can't remember if I watched the Five Armies or not. Really? If I did, it wasn't worth remembering. <laughs> and I don't know what it is. Like, did I just lose? Because it's not that I've lost the love for long movies. Like, right. I, that part's not Maybe a turnoff at all. As into high fantasy as you once were. I think that might be a thing. Or like, there was something. There was always something about Lord of the Rings that was different than other high fantasy anyways. Sure. Like there was something about that world and something about that that was more interesting, a little more classic, I guess, mm-hmm. than than any other thing. I think it like but maybe it initially like, kind of like started as uh, springboarded a lot of the stuff that's right. more modern, you know, high yeah. fantasy stuff. And I, I mean maybe it's just that the market got oversaturated with it and it kind of got burnt out yeah. uh, like just not directly from Lord of the Rings but got burnt out because of everything that surrounded it. Sure. Uh, maybe that's, that's what it was, but I don't know. I don't know. It's, I, it's weird going from like my favorite, almost like most favorite movies potentially ever to like, I haven't seen them in 15 years. What about this? We're rebooting the franchise that is Lord of the Rings. Okay. Me and you? Sure. Or we're Amazon. Re, we're redoing it. We're recasting. Okay. We're redoing the Fellowship. Okay. Who is our Frodo now? Who's our Frodo now? Yep. Um. Hmm. You can't say otherwise you would. I'm never good at casting things. Uh, mm-hmm. I because I don't know. I can't like think of people on the fly. I'm trying to think of like someone who can be young, mm-hmm. kind of like a like a Tom <laughs> Holland, like a young person, like a Tom Holland. No, I don't want to see Tom Holland. No, what Cast about somebody like, else? I know that this Freddie Highmore. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I was like, I know it's a go to for us, but like a Freddie Highmore potentially, like yeah. Be a Frodo. Chandler um, Riggs. Chandler Riggs, yeah. Um, who's the who's the um I liked him in the uh Miss Peregrine's 
the Asia Asia. Um, I can't think of his last name. I don't name. know his name. Um, he was in the running for uh, Spider Man with Tom Holland. Oh. Um, but yeah, AJA is his first name. Asia. Uh-huh. No, no, no. That's AJ Kappa. That's the, the uh, I'm thinking of. That's the guy who plays Archie in Riverdale. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, is AJ Kappa. Uh, but I think it's something similar to that. Archibald. Archibald. Um, you know what? Is he the, he's could, the main. He's the main kid from Miss Peregrine. Yeah, I only ever watched like an hour of that movie. Really? It's not because I didn't that's like it. Good. It was just, uh, hey, that's a uh, that's another Tim Burton property. Yeah, you're right. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the uh, what's his name? Let's go with. I, I think I'm on to something with Archie. Who's the 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 kid uh, that plays Jughead? I know you don't know specifically because you don't watch the show, but uh, he's the one that was in Big Daddy, like as a little kid. Oh, yeah, um, I know who you're you know talking, talking about. about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Uh, the one of those twins, like maybe him as a as a Frodo. Him as a Frodo. That's my Frodo. Okay. Is uh, the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. I still say. Um, I thought you were going to go with, I still say Elijah Wood. No, no. <laughs> You're going to make me go through that no, entire I, exercise. I, I, I was going to say that Sam should still be, what's his face? Should be Sean Astin. Yeah, still. <laughs> Regardless. Uh, I'm trying to scroll down here and see what his name is. Asa Butterfield. Asa Butterfield, yeah. yeah. ASA, yeah. I knew he had a, an interesting name. AJA is. That, the... It looks like a picture from the 70s. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that uh, that would make like I can see that face as a Hobbit yeah. easily. I thought I thought that's he would good. be a good. That's a good call. He would be a good one. Um, who could be our? Oh, who who would you think? Sam as Samwise? No, as as Frodo. Uh, Asa Butterfield. You like Asa Butterfield? Yeah, I do now. <laughs> now that I'm, you've got I'm, a face I'm, with a name, I'm married to it. I was just going <laughs> to keep saying Freddie Highmore until we got somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I don't know as a Sam. A I'm Samwise? trying to think of other young kids. The kid that plays Dustin on Stranger Things. He would be good. Maybe it's just because of the curly hair. <laughs> That's yeah. it. <laughs> That's an easy an easy way to go with that for sure. I was thinking, um, I don't know. I got nothing. Oh, well. <laughs> Any other main players? You know, who would be our wizard? Who'd our be Gandalf? Gandalf? Uh, just replace him with the CGI. You just, you wouldn't. CGI. It's like nobody can replace by, Ian McKellen. Uh, voiced by Danny Elfman. Yeah? Yeah. What? Why not just have Danny Elfman? In all of the roles. No, I mean, like, as the role no, of Gandalf. Mean, in all the roles. I mean, Danny Elfman can act. He can. Like, and, mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't he have can, to be... He uh, can voice act better. He, you think? Yeah. I, uh... <laughs> he's heard, I mean, yeah. He's a very animated guy. But, yeah. I mean, like, it, it definitely tells his voice. I mean, just, yeah. just in general. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Danny Elfman stars as Danny Elfman in Danny Elfman Presents... The Lord of the Rings. You know what never got better? Lord of the Rings? No. <laughs> no, I finished watching The Stand and it never got better. It never really picked up. Not, don't watch the 90s one. It doesn't hold up anymore. I think the 90s one's better than it this one. It probably is, maybe. I don't know. I, mean, I, I have it nothing to compare within to. Within the last 10 years, I sure. guess. Yeah. Um, I, I, haven't, like, I haven't watched it in recent years, but I definitely watched it within the last decade. And uh, you know what I want to watch? What's that? Con Air. Yeah? Yeah. I've not watched it in so long that I think that 90s Justin was like a little bit like, hey, this is a great movie. No, it and holds I th- up. I think I'm wrong. No, it holds up. It's I amazing. Think, I don't think so. I'm thinking that it's, it's, I think it has 
probably the most plot holes of any movie of all time. Why does anybody care about plot holes? Because it's important. Why? It's continuity, man. For what? For what? For the film that you're watching. For everything. It predicates everything. What holes are in there? I don't know. I've not watched it since the I 90s. Mean, you got cons. Sure. They're getting flown to... A maximum security prison. Yes. Okay, so you have these cons. Why Why is fucking Nicolas Cage and Bubba Gump there? Because they're also they're not, cons. They're, they're not like these guys. These guys are all named people. You have a character who's literally named Cyrus the Virus. Every person on that plane besides those two guys have nicknames. They're that level. The fucking what's his face is characters. But he's a he's a he's killed multiple people. Nicholas Cage had. Yeah. And it was all like completely justified, but they had to put him in prison. Yeah, well, no. Yeah. See, that was the whole thing is like he was kind Wasn't of wrong in his to be legal like, case. He was supposed to be like a U.S. like ranger or some shit like that. Yeah. Like a military guy. And then he was visiting his wife that didn't look pregnant. But when you're registered. So she was pregnant somehow. But when you're a, when you're a, an registered armed service. No, when you're an armed service member, I think when you kill people, mm-hmm. civilians. Yeah. I think that it's a higher level of. Of uh, a thing. I disagree. I do not think that. You don't think so? Uh, No. I think it's all the justice system and legal system are flat across the board. You think so? Yeah. But I mean, if you register your fists as weapons, then it's. Then I don't think his fists are registered as weapons. But but if you but if you do though, is that a, is that a thing or is that also a made up thing? Like when That's you made up when you have you to can't register, register your fists. <laughs> I don't understand why you want plots to make a hundred percent of sense. Why don't you just want to be entertained? No, I'm not saying a hundred percent sense. I'm just saying more than zero. Uh, that that plot makes way more than zero percent sense. Okay. <laughs> I just don't know why you got to dog things. You got to just like, the, love it. At one point in time, we find out that Steve Buscemi's character has killed 30 people. Right. And he has a nickname as well. Whatever it is. The something. Did he kill the 30 something people? Mur- yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, thought, uh, I thought he was a child molester. He was. He, he also, he's killed and everything. You, they say, I, I remember them saying mm. something like, he's provoked. Gotcha. Whatever. And like, if he's provoked, he kills. If he's not provoked. He doesn't kill kind of a thing. I, I think it's why he always like he let the little girl live or whatever. Cause the, he's reformed he, technically reformed, but I mean, also he's reformed and he said like on the plane that he wore a person's head for oh, yeah, like three right. States or some that. shit like that. Yeah. Like also, how does that work? How do you wear somebody's head on your, on your head for three States worth of driving? <laughs> I did. He wear his head or his face. No head. He said head cut off head. On his head and wore it as a hat for three states. Oh, worth of travel. <laughs> yeah, you you cut off the top of his head. No, I think it, the whole head was there, not the top of a head. Why do you Why do you want to fill in the plot gaps when it doesn't make sense to you? Instead of believing in the logical hole, instead of the illogical hole. No, he said the head, not the whole, like the whole head. Like if I cut off the top of your head from your then eyebrows, they would say, up, I wore that's the still top. Your head. I wore the Is top not, of a man's head. Is it not still your head? <laughs> It's part of my head. Yeah. Not head. Head necessitates this part, neck up. Maybe it doesn't have to be in the literal sense head. Okay. Like his penis? Is that what you're saying? No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying I that. I cut off a man's penis head and I wore it on my head. You're complaining about potential plot holes, but sure. you want to fill in some version of this 
instead of believing the dots connected straight through. I'm going to say this all based on the fact that I also love that Emily Browning movie. What's the one with with the samurai swords that was all CGI? I'm not sure. Oh, Sex yeah, Sucker Punch. Yeah. Sucker Punch. Love that movie. Yeah, absolutely. Full of tons of plot holes. I thought it made a lot of sense. It does. But it also is full of plot holes. How so? That movie? Yeah. It was full of a lot of plot holes. How so, though? I've not watched it recently enough to tell you. It's the same thing with Con Air. You can't just go and say that it's full of plot holes and not have any information to back it up. I'm not planning on talking about all of this stuff. (laughs) I'm surprised I remembered as much about Con Air as I remembered. I watched that movie a lot when I was a kid. I did, too. And I still think that it's a good movie. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I never once said it was a bad movie. But you were talking negatively about it. God forbid I talk negatively about something that I've enjoyed. <laughs> I know, but why would you want to? Because <laughs> it's bottles. <laughs> All I was just saying is it was riddled with bottles. I just, I thought. John Cusack's character wears socks and sandals the entire time. Does he? Yeah. How do you remember this stuff? I remember that. <laughs> no. Also, I want to I wanna open this up to, I think that. I heard this on on uh, how did that get how does that get made? I remember okay. this the, uh, from the Conair episode. Somebody in their audience brought this up. Um, the little girl that at the trailer park when they're playing is down and they're yeah. like doing the refueling state like thing. Yeah, and Steve Buscemi meets up with the little girl. She right. calls him Bob Roder. I there was some people that were in the audience that were saying like, do you think that that little girl was real? Or was she fake, like a figment of his imagination kind of a thing? Because she was like the only person that like there's a for some reason a trailer park right next to an abandoned yeah uh, uh, airfield and mm-hmm. nobody came out or noticed that this plane was down other than the one little girl and obviously she's not living in this abandoned trailer park by herself. You know, like but maybe, her parents could be at work. Was, uh, maybe though, that's what they were saying. Yeah. It, maybe the trailer park itself was also abandoned. Nobody was there, and that girl was since she was the only person that was there. Maybe that was like she was a figment of his imagination. That's interesting because it's the only person that he she interacts with is him. Yeah, and she waves to him and says whatever on the plane. Whatever yeah. she's waving off. Like maybe he's like since he's reformed, like and he's not going to do anything to her. Yeah. And he's like, he only kills when he's provoked. He's obviously not being provoked. This is like part of his reform kind of helping him cope and stuff like that or whatever. I would buy that if there was any nod to any kind of anything but reality in that. Sure. Like, oh, that, I mean, oh, that's I was the just saying that connection. was somebody's question or yeah. something that they kind of thought up. And I was like, that's kind of cool if it's a possibility. Somebody else also brought up the fact that like maybe the whole movie itself is a Jacob's Ladder scenario, that's as funny. in like, um, the whole thing is have you ever seen Jacob's Ladder? No. So the whole premise of the movie is that like he undergoes this traumatic event and then the whole movie happens. At the end of the movie, you find out that he's not been alive this entire time and everything that you've experienced throughout the movie is literally like his life kind of flashing behind like him kind of living out what his mind is kind of going through is like this is how like this scenario could have played out, but it didn't because I'm really dead. And I'm dying. Like he dreamed of, yeah. Like he flying was, like, with a bunch like, of cons. Well, the whole thing was like that's what I'm saying. That's why it was so like fantastical or something like that. It was like maybe at the beginning, whenever he's in the bar fight and he kills those three people, maybe he didn't really kill those three people. Those people killed him. And this whole thing is like if this would have happened and I would have won, I would have had to go to prison. And this is like a whole fantastical idea. And like the end of it was like 
oh, he's been dead this whole time or dying this whole time, and he's still in this parking lot. Yeah. That would have been kind of a cool thing. I just like to be entertained. I don't think too much into it. You know what? I people think, do though, don't they? They like. There's a lot of people who think. Oh yeah. Like I think the lot more like, people than what you think like think very critically about a lot of different things. And I just am like like plot holes. Entertain me. Entertain me. <laughs> and entertain like, us. like you know what is really entertaining though. Yeah. That I think is entertaining anyway is uh is chips. Like food. Ahoy? Yeah, no, no, not chips ahoy. Just just chips in general. Okay. Um, so bushes, the people that make our the bushes best beans, have yeah. a new chip that has come out and a new dip that has come out. So Bush's baked beans is now in the chip business? They have bean chips. Like they're made out of beans? They're made out of beans. Okay. Bean chips. Barbecue beans or uh, they just have like, like bean four chips? different flavors. They have like a, a standard, like a salted, like almost like a ruffles or a lays, you know, your okay. generic like potato chip with right. slightly salted. Um they have barbecue flavor, I think a sour cream and onion flavor, and one more. I can't remember what that one is. But then they also have uh bean dips as well that kind of complement those. So you dip uh, your flavor. bean chip into a bean dip. Dude, that's like a lot of bean beanception. <laughs> Could you imagine doing that and then also having like a delicious burger at a cookout while like and on your plate is bean chips and then you also have baked, baked beans. beans next to <laughs> They're gonna make bean meat soon. But, but I mean, you, I guess they do. But you, like I was a, gonna say I was gonna like say, a veggie say burger. Like, but your burger is soybean burger. Yes. <laughs> so it's literally nothing but a bean plate. Yes. Wow. <laughs> And you're on a low carb diet, so you don't eat the bun anyway. So it's just like a bean patty. Fuck that bun. On there. I could probably make a bean bun. And they have bean chip. It's a uh, potato it's bean bun. ketchup. It's kind of like a bean. Yeah. Um, and the fact that it's not at all. <laughs> potato. <laughs> it's like a really big bean. It's so big. <laughs> They're both kind of a starch, right? Uh, I very. Think, I think that might yeah. be the rule. They're both, but one I know is, potato is, but. But they both grow on the ground. Yeah. Do you think a potato is, uh, is a potato a legume? It might be. We just haven't figured that out all of this time. It's kind of like when they were like, no, a tomato's a fruit. Holy shit. It's like, no, a potato is a bean. The return of science man. <laughs> science man's like, that's a bean, my friend. Like, uh, You didn't know this, but fucking beans. Why not? Making a comeback. Like, that's just a giant bean. Tell me any reason why that couldn't be true. I don't know, man. Potato bean. I don't. I, the fact that they're completely separate family and they have completely separate uh you know like structure but do they though do you know this i don't know this for a fact okay i'm gonna say that they are though different i think maybe not the fact that we actually don't call like like our peanuts aren't even a nut right they're also legumes as well oh i don't know i thought they were not no i mean they 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 grow peanut right they're technically a legume they, they grow under the, they grow in the same properties and principles that you would do for a soybean as well, as opposed to a nut that would come from either a flower or a plant or a tree, you know, kind of thing of that nature. Yeah. Nature, or you know, some nuts actually. So like soybean, flowers. I started the soybeans. Isn't, the, isn't oh, that is a bean that's got the word it bean, is a bean in it, yeah. not a nut or legume. So potato. I just want to use the word legume because so it po- makes me feel like I'm intelligent so because po- I know what that is. Gotcha. So potato, mm-hmm. not a legume, maybe a legume. Maybe a legume. I'm yeah. going to say not, though. I, I'm, I think you're onto something. I know that you're do the you, one that's like... Let's do this, though. You introduced this thought, and then you quickly dismissed it. And Yeah, because it was full of plot holes. And I hung <laughs> on to it like, yeah, why not? I mean, if you think about it, like, if you were able to uh, make a bean larger, mm-hmm. and you you uh, the, the tongue mouthfeel... Like a clitoris. ...of a bean, mm-hmm. the innards of a bean... Yeah. 
isn't too far off from the innards of a potato. Well, is it not? They're kind of rough. I mean, like, are we talking about how have you ever had a soybean like raw? Yeah, they're kind of they're firm. They're not like right. I mean, I get it. They're not they the both softness need to be, that you're kind of used to be cooked, but yeah. it's not it's not starchy in consistency at all. Like I, I think like so. a potato, like a lima bean, totally starchy. Yeah, I guess to a certain extent. And so is the soybean. Absolutely, yeah. Soybean yeah. super starchy, or uh, like a like a chickpea, mm-hmm. uh, totally real starchy, like real sure. kind of like that granulary kind of gritty, almost kind of like feel in it. Mm-hmm. I think they might be related. I don't think I so. I think you cracked the code. I think, I think it's just because Justin just invented the connection between potatoes and beans. This is part of the reason why I hate myself. <laughs> is because I'm so smart. And <laughs> I know that you you want to distance yourself from this. I do. I, you can go ahead and take credit for it right but now. It's the, I'm going to call it the Justin theory. Like, you, that's fine. <laughs> crafted by Shad. I just, I'll take it as like a compliment. It's the Justin theory. You write whatever you need to write in your paper for this, and you make your thesis for college. But I'll I'll just take a back seat for it. I'll just give you all full. You got royalties of it. I'll take royalties, but it's I'm naming it after you. That's fine. Yeah, it's just like I'm sure that some person that named the the star Beetlejuice named it after a a hilarious comedy of the 1980s. I don't remember when it came out. <laughs> 89. I think, it, yeah, I think it was. It was like 88, 89, right? Something like um, that. Or maybe it was after. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Origin- we said it three times. Now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Original idea? Or is that a? Or is that actually like a folklore of sorts? Who? What folklore? Beetlejuice. No, I meant like what folklore would it be based on? Any. You know? Beetlejuice, the Beetlejuice folklore. Is there like, is there, is there a folklore? Yes. That, yeah, I get what you're saying. I just didn't, I, not that I know of. Okay. That's why I was asking you, do you know of one? No. Or is it just a, you're, you're, it was hoping, an actual question. You were hoping science, science man junior. <laughs> yes. Backup science, the son of science man might know. Son of science man. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I was, science man fails, I'll pick up the reins yeah. of son of science man. I just completely, no research done. Question mm-hmm. Beetlejuice, an original idea or Beetlejuice. Something that existed that we just added I to think, and made I a guess funny if you movie. You want to think of it in this sense: the the naming of threes is as old as like the Bloody Mary. Rumpelstiltskin. You know, no, you don't say his name <laughs> at all. You just say his name once, and he's done. You just he you don't know his name. Gotcha. In Bloody Mary, you know her name, and oh, you say it three yeah. times. You know what I'm saying? Like you say the rule of three in that sense. I know that has like not just in that, but that also has a lot of like. Uh, historically, that's kind of like the rule of three. Threes are always tied with like the maiden like mother syn- crone syn- kind of thing, like and- synonymous, synonymous with uh, with like the devil or demons and stuff like that. You know, like always Those are like, sixes, Justin. Well, yeah, six. <laughs> I mean, like elements. But there's three always, sixes. That's what I mean. They always add a, everything. Always is elements it's of 20, three. Twenty three. Like, it's the number twenty three. I'm like, you see somebody like they're like they're scratched by demons in a movie or anything that's like been written in like. Even in the Bible, whenever they wrote about like a demon coming out or something like that, and there was always like three scratch marks, you know, from like whenever Wolverine, they were, Wolverine is, is is Satan. He's Satan. Has basically. to be. That's it's Absolutely. kind of where that's it's why going. he's got the like little hair that comes mm-hmm. up and like. The and that's why he can heal. He can't yeah. kill him because he got that healing factor. But it's not his healing factor. He's just immortal. He's just yeah. He's the devil. Mm-hmm. Which means that X twenty three is daughter of the devil. Yeah, basically. I wonder why, like you always like son of the devil, but you never had like you never had like daughter of the devil. Like, 
I guess Ooh, that was maybe was like a, a like Lucy, a, daughter of the devil. There was a an animated show based on that. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh. On uh, on the old Adult Swims. Oh okay. Yep. Gotcha. And then uh, I don't know. I guess because I, I, it's always been a man's they, world. Well, that and then like anytime that the mentioning of the Antichrist, who is essentially the son of the devil, uh, coming to Earth. Um, has always been predicated as he and yeah. you know in in him in in like revelations and shit. So yeah. I think that's kind of always been where that's kind also of written by a man. Who the revelations? Yeah, who wrote it? A man. Are you sure? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I will. They say, wouldn't even teach women how I'm to write back say, then. I'm going to say it was John. <laughs> I don't remember, but I'm if I'm going to guess, Didn't John, John the Baptist. Weren't John's books named John? I don't know that he wrote his own book. Oh, really? He wrote like 12 books in the, in the New Testament. I'm pretty sure. So like he took credit for a book that like somebody else called this book John? I think they were like writing a book based on him writing 12 other books. <laughs> They're like, this dude's been writing nonstop. This dude is fucking crazy. <laughs> He just won't, he, won't gets, he gets to John three sixteen and John says something that's kind of like for God so loved the world that he gave his only. He's like I'm writing that fucking down. This dude is awesome. <laughs> In the book of John, Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Stone Cold Show Show. Remember why was that? Do you? I mean, you followed wrestling during that time a little bit. Still, I'm sure. I mean, Stone I know Cold three sixteen. Like, why was that John three sixteen? Like, why was that like his thing? It wasn't John three sixteen. It was Stone Cold three sixteen. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought that they always wrote like on the boards like John three sixteen, no. but it was just like three sixteen. Yeah. Like, yeah, why that? Because like the world, because God gave Stone Cold to Austin Steve. I, I guess I, there was nothing that really like I don't I don't remember the initial like. Hey, this Reason. is why like they didn't like There's do like no a initiative. Whole, not really. I think it just kind of started, and then everybody that 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 he wore the the, the numbers on the back of his. Uh, like chap gotcha. vest thing that he would wear. Gotcha. And it said three sixteen. So I was wondering if like maybe that was just part of it. It was always just like a cause stone cold said so kind of a thing. Gotcha. That was that was of the time when you could just toss a bud light to a twelve year old in the audience and he would just fucking chug it with him. And his dad's just like, yeah, thumbs up in the fucking audience. Yeah. That, that was, that was that time. And it that wasn't doesn't, that, that doesn't fly. Ago. That doesn't fly anymore now. That's so wild. Dude. I mean, think about that though. So much stuff has happened so fast. Yeah. Like as far as like, not just PC culture, just anything. Yeah. Fucking technology. Yeah. That exact same time frame, we had a Nintendo 64. <laughs> And then flash forward to PlayStation Five. Yeah, that's that's not a lot of time. No, <laughs> less than less than thirty years. We've had that much of a big technological leap. It's yeah. fucking crazy how much shit changes that and, fast. And no more Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, no, no he's got his own show now. He's just he's uh. Was the what's the name of his show? That's like the I can't think of what it's called. I'm gonna look it up. Okay. He's got his own show. It's like a it's like one of those. Uh, competition okay. shows, kind of like we're like, oh really? Like we're we're like, all right, we're gonna lift up logs and like roll them and flip them, you know, long ways and shit, and see how long we could do it. And now five of them are five of us are gonna compete against each other doing it. Like really? one of those kind of shows. Uh, speaking of that, that uh, that Young Rock show started. How, did you watch uh, it? I didn't. I really wanted to though. Uh, it was like had the. Uh, this- was it Broken Skull? The Broken Skull Challenge. Oh, Steve gosh. Austin's Broken Skull Challenge. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Uh, 
it started, it was like released as like NBC's number one comedy sitcom in like a long time. Like, and I was like, oh, I didn't, one, I didn't realize it was a comedy. I thought it was well, kind of. At first, I thought initially it was like going to be a spoof. It seemed like it was just meant to be like a jokey joke at first whenever they the showed Young Rock it. Show? Yeah. I thought it was meant to be just initially a joke. I didn't think it was actually going to be a full on show uh, that they were making. Yeah, it's straight yeah. up. But, uh, yeah, I guess it's like he's running for president in, like, 2032 or whatever it would actually work out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of reflecting on his life and everything. But it's supposed to be – I'm kind of getting, like, the Wonder Years kind of vibe. Like, he's kind of, like, going backwards in memory and kind of telling stories. Is he, like, narration as well? Yeah, like, in his own, like, inner monologue Yeah, I think stuff? so. That's kind of cool. Uh, but, I, I, like I said, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm, I'm really interested in it. Uh, I wonder who his VP will be. <laughs> I don't know. Like Chris or uh, Kevin Hart? I said Chris Hardwick. I was like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no, they're not. I don't, think, I don't think he has any ties to Chris Hardwick <laughs> at all. But uh, that, but Kevin Hart would yeah, make Kevin sense. Hart, yeah, that would make total sense. But I guess you would probably get somebody who actually has like a political background as your VP. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Having somebody like Kevin Hart in there just might make it <laughs> that much better. Yeah. They, they seem to play well. Oh, yeah. Gap of time <laughs> indicates that it's break. <laughs> Thanks for checking out the IFNC podcast. This May will be our third year birth anniversary, and we want to do something special: merch anniversary. In order to do that, though, we want to know what everyone would be into: t-shirt, hat, sticker, poster, and condoms. Check out our pin tweet on Twitter at IFNC Podcast. Or on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ifnzpodcast, or of course, ifnz.net. Fill out the survey, and one lucky survey participant will get the new merch piece that we decide on sent to their home FOC, free of charge. So let us know what IFNZ merch you would be most excited about us having available, and you might just get one for free. Check it out on ifnz.net or any of our social medias. Justin, I got to tell you about some music news. Music news already? Yeah, I know. It's in an ad. It's kind of jacked up, but I just, I got to tell you about it. I'm so excited about. Dude, my heart is palpating. Pal- palpitate. Oh, Pal- yeah. Palpitating. Yeah. Palpatining. It's, it's palpitating. <laughs> is that what noise he makes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Darth Vader. Tell me the news. Do it. Sad Max. <laughs> I gotta tell you about Sad Max, man. All right. He's got a Patreon page. Really? Sad Max. He's a drummer. He's a yeah. banjo. He can just play everything, pretty much. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, he's he's got a got a lot of uh, instruments under his belt, if you will. Yeah. Uh, not like me. Like I've got a lot of instruments. Like I own a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to play most. You of know, them. putting instruments underneath your belt seems like something you would try to do. Yeah, I would try. Yeah. It would. It just. I don't wear a belt, so sometimes. <laughs> I just don't know what would happen of to course. it. Yeah, they would just uh, fall on the ground. But yeah, Sad Max, uh, he's he's got a Patreon page. Well, we got a Patreon, so we know how Patreon works. Yeah. We've got a tiered system. Yes, you subscribe monthly to it. So what do we got? We got a one dollar tier. Like one dollar tier. You get like music every month. You get a song from him. You get a music video every month. Mm-hmm. You get um, you get the the releases because he's gonna do a, a record label mm-hmm. he's gonna do the river to river to river community records that's awesome and every release that's coming out on that he is going to uh he, you get it at cost so if right. it's like i don't know a ten dollar like it costs ten dollars to make it you're getting that at ten you're not getting a twenty whatever it is right uh they announced the first uh the first artist that's gonna be under there who's that uh banjo joe 
Uh, he is a, a banjo player. Wow. You know, yep. uh, from the Whistle Pigs. You ever the Whistle yes, Pigs before? Yes, yes, I know the Whistle He's, Pigs. He's uh, Banjo Joe's from the Whistle Pigs, and he does his own solo thing now. Awesome. And he has like a YouTube page and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, so he, I think he has a, a, a channel called the Banjo Joe Show. Nice. Um, and so he is the first release. I think it's coming out like May or something like that. Nice. Um, so yeah, they're they're doing it. They're they're making it happen. But he, there was a whole like we had to get to a certain level uh, on the Patreon page before sure. he could greenlight the the record label. Right. And we greenlit it. And by Absolutely. we, I mean because I, I backed it. I, yeah. I'm a part of. So I know that they've got multiple tiers. That was all just information. That's, that's, that's what you get for a dollar. That's one. A dollar. Yeah, that's right. So we have the $5 tier, which is the bro tier. I like to call it the tasty mm-mm tier. Yes. But, uh, you know, we'll call it the bro tier. That's, that's what he named it. So, you know, it's it's his <laughs> we'll baby. That, yeah. uh, what all do you get in that $5 You tier? get everything from the dollar, plus you get a live concert every month with like a Q&A and everything. So yeah. if you like want to be like hey you know can i be on your record label that's a question mm-hmm. right that is truly a question <laughs> that could, could be asked you could just totally ask that and, and he goes mm, no uh, we'll think about it yeah uh and then i passed that i think the ten dollar one you get a hand-tied lure yeah uh, yeah and the one past that you get a stained glass piece part of me was uh, the only thing i wanted to, to critique a little bit sad max you wanted to know about those lures i want to see pictures of the lures if there's a way to get pictures on patreon i think there is yeah absolutely just to see it like some pictures of, like some little samplings of your stained glass and your lures just because i think that would be neat to he did he did post the stained glass did that he, he on was there? working on he actually said uh, on there that he's been a stained glass maker longer than he's been a musician wow so he's uh he's got some some time in the fine arts of stained glass work i feel like he's been a musician since birth so maybe he did that like inside yeah, the womb. past life <laughs> he's like he's just like carried it over yeah yeah absolutely and then you get you know past that you get packages where you can uh just get the releases from the record label uh and everything like that so uh there's just a lot that you can do you can all the way up to the bandmate tier which i think is like 60 studio time yeah. and stuff like that mm-hmm. um so it looks really cool um, i'm super excited for it most important thing that we could say during this entire ad is patreon.com slash sadmax that Absolutely. is how, how do you spell it i forget how to spell the word patreon patreon it's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash sad max that's s-a-d-m-a-x i was gonna i could probably spell sad max but just I, I just want to make sure everybody knows how to type in patreon.com slash sad max that's right yeah i got a new lego set yeah mm-hmm. it's uh the the lego art um have you seen like the Lego art things are like the they you hang them up on your wall and they've got uh one that's like um the what's his name the uh, Madonna no not Madonna um Madonna white hair white dress wind blowing up at oh Marilyn Monroe Marilyn Monroe yeah. the 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 paintings yeah, yeah, yeah. of uh, who is that who's the artist uh soup cans oh um and now I don't know. Yeah, I knew what that you, I knew what you're talking about. The yeah, white yeah. hair, and he goes like this. Yep. Um, they have those, and mm-hmm. then they've got a, a Beatles one, and you can. And the whole the whole point behind those is like they give you uh, enough pieces, and it's all like the little circle pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and you place them all, and you make like this the picture. But they give you enough pieces to where you can do different ones. Like you can change it out. Like they've got like three different colors or whatever of the Marilyn Monroe or four maybe, and then. They have like the Beatles, and then you can do John, Paul, Ringo, or uh, the other one. Uh, 
<laughs> I my brain's not working today. Good God, George Harrison. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so you can, and you can do Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol, yeah. yes. Uh, and you can do any of those different ones uh, at one time, or if you're rolling in the dough, you can buy four of that set, and you can do all four Beatles or all That's four. Cool. Marilyn Monroe's. I've not seen those at all. Yeah. And uh, so they have a Star Wars set of those. And it is, you can do Darth Vader, Darth Maul, or Kylo Ren. And it's all three of those. Uh, So I got that uh, a couple weekends ago, I guess. And uh, I did, I finally built it. And I did the Darth Maul one. And uh, so I'm got to get him hung up underneath my... How much does it typically cost for the set? The set? It's at 120. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, but you get three different sets out of it and mm-hmm. they're selling an experience with that. Like you yeah. actually, they have a, uh, a soundtrack that you can play wallet and it's actually like a, like a documentary style, like interview kind of thing, maybe, um, where they talk to like the artists and the people who created those characters and then the Lego engineers who created the Lego version of the characters. Uh, it's pretty interesting. It's like an hour and a half, like. Little, they call it a soundtrack to play to it. while you're building. Yeah, and stuff. but that's pretty cool. It uh, it took me like three four hours to build it. It took you ages, uh, but it was nice because I did it over like three nights and I just kind of put it together and everything. And uh, it was a, a super cool experience. It's going to go underneath. I have a a big Star Wars shelf in my room, uh, so it'll go underneath it and kind of be just another part of of my Star Wars shits. That's uh, cool. But yeah, I've been enjoying that. Um, but we've we've got some trailers. We do. Uh, one of the ones that you might not talk about. I don't know. They released that that kind of quote unquote final trailer for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh yeah. I, I don't wa- know if I saw it or not. I watched this one and actually it was like enough of it that was in there. It was a really well done trailer. That okay. I, not that I wasn't interested in it before, but after watching this one, I was like, I'm definitely more so interested in. in it. Um, this one gives you a little bit of the glimpse of uh, the first time of the redone Joker. For oh, for, I did with see the that part here yeah. and stuff where I he did does see that, that really trailer. famous uh, quote. I forget what it is. Well, Something about society. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he looks back and he says, "Isn't that right, Batman?" I uh, I was like, "Oh, that's why he's got long hair in there." Yeah. Is because have you watched the little things or you seen anything about the little things? No, that uh, movie with with Jared oh, Leto. Yeah, with other, yeah, yeah, and uh, we talked and, about it before. And uh, yeah, I I watched it over yeah. the over the weekend. It was it was good. Mm-hmm. Very interesting i i like um who all was in that movie uh Robert Malik, denzel washington denzel yeah yeah all the characters were good Isn't it like supposed to, like denzel's like a sheriff or denzel something right? is like he was an la cop okay and uh for reasons you don't know at the beginning he left the force gotcha and went to like a smaller town like in like northern california uh like a couple hours north or something to norcal to be a uh, another like a, a deputy or something mm-hmm. like he was like a lower ranking police officer. He didn't go for promotion. He got he went there to get away. He's and, just kind of like a deputy there. Yeah, and uh, so the only thing that I thought was so weird to take away from this movie, mm-hmm. one we I think we can all agree that uh, the police force is in a weird political climate right now. For sure, has been uh, for a little over a year, I guess, or mm-hmm. about a year at the at this time. Weirder, I think it's always been. Yeah, on it, a it weird, continues to get yeah. a little weirder yeah, and for weirder. Sure. Uh, this movie is about covering up police crimes. Cool, but like in a like it's okay to do kind of way. Like they don't, <laughs> they don't. It's weird. Like at the end yeah. of it, I go, 
this movie is about two shitbag pieces of like two shitbag cops that killed people and were able to cover it up in the police force. Wow. But it's not portrayed that way. Mm-hmm. It's portrayed as like, look at this psychological thriller that we just right. showed you. But and I got done with it and I was like, the movie was done well, but I do not like this message. Like yeah. <laughs> I got done with it and I was it's like very kind of like a like Stephen Avery type of thing. Like whenever like Steve Avery's uh what was it? What was that? Tex Avery? The wacky no, not, world of Tex not Avery. Tex Avery. <laughs> Stephen Avery, uh, the I can't think of the name of the fucking Netflix documentary. I don't know. Uh, off the top of my head. Uh, Monsters, Mayhem, and Madness. That one, yeah. That, that was the Tiger King title, oh, was wasn't it? Tiger King's? <laughs> I think so. Okay, that's well, I knew it sounded familiar. I saw that it's supposed to be getting a Season second two. Season Jesus Christ. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I am not. <laughs> I will watch I know, all I know, of this. I know I'm going to watch it, but I'm, I'm just kind of like... <laughs> How much more shit can we can we consume with this the storyline? Well, and, and like you know, they left most of it on the table at the end of season one, so because they weren't expecting a season two. No, absolutely. So not. that means that that's there's been that much jacked up shit, and we know from watching in the headlines, mm-hmm. there's been that much stuff that's happened over the last year that they could build a second season off of this right circus, uh, making a murderer. That was, oh. I forgot. I forgot what it was called. I've never seen that, but I've heard things. Yeah, so it, I said it's kind of like his thing. Like he was his storyline behind it, and everything was that he was falsely accused of the murder that happened. I see, and then everything that you get evidence wise shows that the police used their power to kind of cover up everything, and that it's kind of okay that they did this and blamed it on him. Gotcha. So it's like kind of what you were saying about yeah. that kind of reminded me of Makes this sense. almost yeah. in a way, kind of. To a certain extent, because the good thing about making a murder, and again, not the good thing, but I mean, like what they did with that really, really makes you like half of it's kind of like, I could see where Steve Avery did it, but then the other half's kind of like, there's enough fucking evidence that they're showing here that the cops totally could have covered this up. And wow. it's kind of fucking sketch yeah. and really sus. Uh, well, if you know what I mean. Well, and, and I guess. You could say that this movie could have came out mm-hmm. 25 years ago. Sure. Could have came out in the 90s, and we would have been like, that's a cool movie. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's probably also a little bit of a political heightness of awareness. Kind of almost that. It, of it's it. got that that kind of an ilk to it, I think, to me. It's like, where nah. it's, it's very, like, almost like like the way that Seven came off, or um, what's the, the spy, Along Came a Spider, Kiss the Girls, oh, that kind of a, yeah. it's got mm-hmm. that kind of an ilk to yeah. it, you know what I mean? And, and I can see that for sure. Whereas, but like this at the end is just like blatantly obvious that like, mm-hmm. oh, we're killing people that we thought were bad, but we had no proof that they were bad, and mm-hmm. even planted evidence to make us feel good about it, yeah. that they were bad, but not really. This wasn't <laughs> actually, I was like, oh, this is bad. Um, what about the Mortal Kombat trailer? Mortal Kombat! I forgot where we were even talking about fucking Zack Snyder. <laughs> Zack Snyder, you've seen oh. Justice League. Now it's longer and maybe better than it was before, but it's still Justice League. Watch it March uh, 18th. Yeah, I'll watch it. HBO Max. I'm in. Uh, yeah, Mortal Kombat trailer. It was really gory. I, uh, Gorier than I thought it was going to be. I, th- I feel like they should they should change the name. Uh-huh. They call it Mortal Kombat. No, it, the title is, and it's got a tagline, Ooh. birthmark, he was born with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did that stand out weird to you? Did it stand out weird to the world? You're a little more, you have more pulse on the world, but like, I'm watching that trailer and she goes, it's his birthmark. He was born with it. <laughs> yeah. 
And I was like, this is no, awesome. I don't think that it stood out enough that people like really paid too no. much attention to it. More of the people were kind of just like, it's actually like doing kind of fatalities. It's gory. This is like uh, a Mortal Kombat movie as Mortal Kombat should have been done before kind of a thing. I see. And that was kind of more of what it was predicated, predicated on. But yeah, I mean. It's just such a what is it called? Whenever you're reinstating, like you restate the exact the obvious, same, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, what, it, has, it has not not just state the obvious. It has a name for it, whatever I'm Am talking I, about. Yeah. yeah, it's a birthmark. You know, he hence poor. the name birthmark. <laughs> so is that a thing that's always been in there, or is that a fresh? That's all fresh. Kind of plot line to it. To it the is whole a, premise of of Mortal Kombat itself was it was explained honestly as as is you know in the video game. Yeah relatively well whenever the first movie came out. I mean, it's essentially just a, cur- a tournament between two realms. Yeah. And to the victor go the spoils of, like, having the conquering uh, ability to conquer over both realms. And it seems like they're still playing that, except for there's, like, marked ones. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. Yeah. like Which that could very well be stuff that's taken into context with the storylines. I guess there's the been a latter. lot of... And there's been a lot of comic books and stuff yeah. lately, too. Like, sure. DC really took on, like, Mm-hmm. A whole comic book series sure. that kept going and going. So maybe they did address something like that. In yeah, there. that's what I'm saying. I mean, there's a lot of context of stuff. I mean, right. I, the last one story-wise that I remember was I played a little bit of 10, but I, I don't remember any of that stuff in 10. I see. You know, so, I mean, I'm, I'm not too sure. I mean, that could have been something that has been going on for the last, you know, four or five Mortal Kombats. Yeah. But I mean, Scorpion like, looks different. Yeah, Scorpion looks different. Sub Zero looks really cool. Yeah, I thought Sub Zero looks really cool. cool. Um, Raiden's pretty easy to do, I guess. Yeah, Goro's yeah, just sure. kind of all of them actors that I really truly don't know. I'm not familiar with them either. Own rights, I think, which most is cool. Of them are, I think that that's uh, martial artists yeah. and other like a, like actual like like uh, Japanese and Chinese martial artists and and and, and MMA fighters and stuff like that yeah. that are like real ones that are that I just truly don't know yeah. as far as acting goes and stuff but which means that you're not you don't have a bunch of people in there just because I have a name right which could be a good thing could be a good thing could be a bad thing they're not there to to chew the scenery you don't need somebody chewing the scenery I don't think in right. a Mortal Kombat you need there's a lot of complexities you just like you had That's said before true, like you just want them to fight you look at the the first mortal Kombat. i mean you only had like i think as 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 far as i know like two names that were relatively known the guy that played um uh not shao Kahn, uh shang sun is, is was relatively known like a uh, japanese american actor was that the guy who was in uh Your soul is mine was in um oh gosh no that's not who i'm thinking of wasn't, He's been a lot of other shit since then. Wasn't the guy who was in um what was the uh, Chris Farley movie, the Beverly Hills Ninja? Mm-hmm. Wasn't he in Mortal I, Kombat? Yeah, I, I maybe. Maybe. Like I said, he he's he was typecasted into a lot of stuff, gotcha. especially in the nineties. And then I mean, the, like he's very much like he was in a lot of stuff. Who's your main white dude in the in the Mortal Kombat movie? And their main white guy. And I mean, Luke King's technically the main character. Like he's your he's Who's your central profile point. Who was that? In? I don't remember what it was. Oh. He was he was another like he was kind of a nobody, and he was uh, another Asian uh, actor. I gotcha. The girl was Sonia Blade. Uh, was the one from Billy Madison, right? Yes. Okay. It was her. I remember that, and mm-hmm. I felt like there was somebody. The else main I knew. white guy. I, I don't know who, what else he was in. He, the guy that plays. Uh, um, uh, Johnny Cage. I almost said Luke Cage. I would do that every fucking Johnny time. Johnny Mnemonic. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Not Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> no, that was that's a different guy. Yeah. That was Neo. <laughs> yes. 
That was Matrix Boy. I think the last one that I would assume that we both watched was the trailer for Cruella. I did watch Cruella. Um, looks really awesome. Oh, Mortal Kombat, uh, HBO Max, and theatrical release April 16th. Oh, I have yeah, the dates I forgot down that just so that HBO. Yeah. Tom and Jerry comes out, uh, well, this weekend, but, you know, past yeah, weekend. Fairly soon. Yeah. For it's, us. It's gone already. It's already gone. It's already I'm sure watched. it was great. I, I'm, I'm interested. Are you? Yeah, I'll watch it. Is it, it for Chloe? Moretz? No. Whatever. I like Chloe Moretz, names. but she's... She has three names, right? Is it Chloe Grace? Grace Moretz, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't think. I was like, Chloe Moretz, there's another thing there. I don't remember what it is. I don't think it's after that, though. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, the yeah, Cruella. Cruella movie looks really cool to me. I think I, 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 I'm a sucker for an origin story anyways. Right. I think uh, most anybody is for the most part. I, I like a good origin story. And, I'm a uh, sucker for you. Ooh. I'm a sucker for you. I'm a sucker. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. That's a song, right? I, I believe you. I think it's, uh, by like DNCE or maybe the, the brothers. Yeah. Music factory. No. Uh, that's, come on, come on. That's CNC. Dance, dance. Uh, or it's the, I think, yeah, that might be who it is. I might who, be wrong. What does CNC music factor sing? I don't know. I don't either. But DNCE is, uh, they're the Cake by the Ocean. Oh, Cake by the, I, I know that song. Yeah. And it's the Jonas Brothers. That's what I was thinking of. Mm. It might be Jonas Brothers who actually sing the uh, Jonas Brothers. But one of the Jonas Brothers is in DNCE. Who sings the Watermelon Sugar? He's not a brother. No, that's, what uh, was that band? Is that one direction? That was one direction. Okay. That was that uh, was that guy. Yeah, what's his name? I can't think of his name right yeah, now. The Styles. Harry Styles. Yeah. What a melon sugar. Is it, and he has the golden song now. Is golden him? I don't know. I think golden. Golden shower. Is that what it's, it's about? It's a lot of pop music. Mm. It's not something we usually tackle. Speaking of golden shower, uh Emma Stone. Love her. Yeah, she did. I, I, she's a good pick. I think so too. She's a really good pick. I do like. I mean, just in general, I do like her as an actress a lot. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was curious as how that was gonna go, if it was gonna, how it was gonna feel and stuff like that. But but watching this uh, kind of unfold and stuff, I was I was definitely more excited for it than I mm-hmm. than not. Uh, the 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 person that she's meant to kind of like quote unquote imitating throughout the rest of kind yeah, of like building the, up a persona. Her around. villain is that Emma Thompson? I think I don't know. That is playing that character. I'm not familiar with all the Emma's. Yeah, she's like another villain, but she's kind of like she. This is like a this is a coming of villain story. This is a <laughs> Devil Wears Parada, but if Anne Hathaway was a bad person, mm-hmm. uh, she is a bad person. She Anne was, Hathaway is. She was Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I mean, they're gonna make they. I knew they were gonna make this movie, whether I liked it or not. So I just decided that I was gonna like it. Yeah. Um. That was kind of my like. I'm gonna be entertained. Yeah. Um. And I liked the Hundred One Dalmatians a lot mm-hmm. as the cartoon. Yeah. I really liked it as a live action movie. Um, I thought they did a really there good job. Subtle with that. nods to that too. I, this is supposed to all be pre Dalmatians, but Absolutely. you see Dalmatians in the trailer because there's a point in time where yeah. they're like she's walking in that her, she's walking yeah. in, and there's whatever, and it's kind of like the first reveal, and her whole thing kind of like burns off or whatever. Yeah, it was really cool, like yeah. CGI for that. So, like, stuff. does she have a magical power, or is that just like I an think it was just that she had because it was all. She's meant to be like Cruella develops this this ultimate fashionista, fashionista persona yeah. kind of a thing. Like if Banksy was actually seen in the public eye and known, and it was in fashion, she's like the Banksy of fashion. I don't know what Banksy is the the guy that's like the really well known artist that like spray paints and and paints on like city uh, city buildings and stuff randomly, and people He's will a find graffiti these. person. He he mm-hmm. just he destroys people's property. Uh, yeah, but then the, that, that, that property value goes up <laughs> way more than ever it was before. 
<laughs> it was just like, hey, this is this uh, this building. These people sold uh, tobacco out of it. It's a moderate business and stuff. Oh, Banksy painted on the side of it. They're getting a ton of fucking business. I've now. got a. Uh, <laughs> I, I I saw some graffiti uh, the other day on a train because you do that when you're waiting on a train, of course. especially here in Southern Illinois. Absolutely. Uh, and I was just like, that is like. A thousand years, a couple thousand years from now, like mm-hmm. that's our cave paintings. Like absolutely, somebody's gonna come across mm-hmm. and be like, "What were they trying they're to like, they're, do?" They're here? like they're unearthing like this this railroad car that's just we've not reused the rail right. system for for a thousand years, and then they're just like, "What does hype for real mean?" <laughs> yes, absolutely. I don't what understand. is this like this dong with like stuff squirting out of it? What does mm-hmm. that even mean? Because mm-hmm. like they don't even have. They don't have reproductive genitalia they they anymore. Yeah, it's gone. They we produce... all speak one language. We're all one race. Yes, and that, that's that's uh, uh, that's the principal plot behind Cruella coming out theatrically <laughs> May twenty eighth. And they're going. They're just saying theatrically right now. Same way that they're doing. Yeah, it with, says it has like in, in like a asterisk next for like uh, I, I, it's kind of like May twenty eighth is its is its date theatrically, and it's kind of like asterisk as in like if it has to change it has to change yeah, kind of right. thing i think that they had already kind of been tossing around but not cementing the idea of it potentially doing the premiere a, yeah a, another disney plus premiere kind yeah. of a thing like we did with mulan so it, it that's yeah. kind of i think that's the avenue they're going to go if we can't have it bigger in theater they're in doing theaters. it with ryan the last dragon yeah is gonna be in the premiere <sighs> that movie looks so fucking this cool. is good i don't I i'm it. not gonna pay for the premiere access to I it i won't either but at the same time i was just after i watched the, the last trailer for it and stuff i think that was around like super bowl time right yeah i think so uh, yeah, that looks fucking cool as shit. I was just the whole time I was just like, yeah, I'm sold. Yeah. And then the dragon turns into the quirky little girl and I was just like, this is awesome. <laughs> now the the real test is how much money are they going to make when they, if they, if they do decide to do Black Widow as premier access, like, I don't know. That's the one that they still haven't budged on, but eventually if they continue to release these, um, these Marvel I series, why not to do it that way? I mean, even if it's not, on Disney Plus, give people the option to have the premiere to be what is it thirty? I think thirty is what they did with Mulan. Yeah, I yeah. don't think they're doing thirty with Raya. I think they're even doing like twenty. Maybe I'm not mis- don't. Can't I, I'll get it. It's like I, you think of it in this this. I pay thirty dollars for Black Widow. You, you got you have Black Widow releasing there. Just do this. I'm just saying, like major releases from now on, as far as an option goes. Yeah. I don't. I don't know that it would necessarily kill the theater because people oh, always want to go. Absolutely. through. I'm just saying for the experience, but also in the same circumstance, make it a price point that is similar to the price point that somebody would have as far as like going to the theater goes. Yeah. If you're going to, and I'm talking like, hey, I'm going to New, like a fifty dollar New, New like, York City. I'm getting two tickets, not not including the popcorn and shit like that. In New York City, you probably anticipate spending, you know, fifteen to eighteen dollars or something like that per ticket. Right. Probably just for a regular viewing experience because it's cost of living and shit's so much yeah. higher. So that's your thirty dollar price point. Have people spend, be willing to spend thirty to forty dollars to watch these movies at home if they so choose. Right. Or you can go out and about and have the full experience, get your popcorn and stuff like that, and it relatively be somewhat similar to the same cost of like, hey, I'm gonna have dinner and a movie at home yeah. versus I'm gonna have dinner and snacks here. Or yeah. a movie and snacks here. I think that there's gotta be there there's more to it than that though. I think that there's more money I'm in, sure. I'm just saying, it. like, it, it, for a good startup, I think that that would be probably a better route for the movie studios. Yeah, oh, to go yeah. to have that as a as a 
as a viable option. I still, they're not making anywhere close to what they would make if they held on to it into a post COVID vaccine at in 70% of, yeah, I just don't know how I'm, there's a lot of markets apart from just theaters and stuff like that, that I'm not sure what we're going to do once everything's said and done. Yeah. We've not had a, a, a pandemic that's of this scale since we've had, all these markets. Th- so many markets that are just <laughs> open to us. You yeah. know what I mean? We've not had anything like that. Theaters might have been around the last time we had something like sure, that. Sure, yeah. But it wasn't like a predicated, like, the the industry was thriving like no. it is now. You know what I mean? No. There's a lot, of, a lot of other industries that are dependent upon this one lasting and thriving in the first place. Yeah. So, I mean, how does that kind of play off of each other? Yeah, I don't know. Where do we go from there with that? Or as the urge would say, where do we go from here? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's interesting, but I don't. I'm. I'm. That'll be the one. They will have truly given up if Disney makes Black Widow a Disney premiere access movie. Right. Like they'll have truly gone. I don't know when that's going to change, <laughs> but I, they're eventually going to run into a problem, right? Because their their Disney Plus series are going to continue to come out, and eventually mm-hmm. those storylines are supposed to be. Part of something with bigger. everything too, and I get that Black Widow is kind of a prequel to I, everything. I, I still haven't watched any of WandaVision yet, but I saw one that somebody showed that was a tie-in from prior to that. That was already not necessarily like it was a plan to be thought of already, but they made it tie in specifically to Black um, Widow. No, no, no. Oh, I mean, I, sorry, I'm just just something to WandaVision. Um, it was from Doctor Strange um, when. He's going with um, what's her face, Kate Blanchett's character. Okay, and they're walking through like kind of her hall of whatever, right? And they show the tomes that are on the walls mm-hmm. that kind of like have all the stuff. There's one that's like off center that's missing. It's not on there. It's not anywhere. It's not on a pedestal or anything like that to be read. You don't see it at all. And apparently, in the the chick. Um, What's her name? Agatha or whatever? Yeah. Harness or whatever? Yeah. Agnes. Um, Agnes Harness or whatever? Just Agnes. Agnes? I, yeah. I thought it had, she had a last name. Uh, I guess she does technically now. Yeah. yeah by, by episode seven, she does. But before that, it's just sure. Agnes. Well, Agnes. Uh, Agatha Harness is, is the character. Is, the yeah. witch character or yeah. something like that. So that character, you actually, at one point in time in episode seven, I think is what it shows when it's showing her house or something like that, you see a tome that is from that thing in the back. Interesting. Almost like they were trying to speci- like specifically say, hey, this tome is missing because she has it oh. kind of a thing. And that was kind of like already like other universal tie-ins that are there. Yeah. That they kind of oh, I mean, to. everything like has I said, not, been. not that it's like necessarily was meant to be like they hadn't been planning on that shit for a long time. I mean, there's thing. a lot of tie-ins. Yeah. From everything that like. I know. You I go- was specifically thinking like now. And then, you know, even like every, going forward. Yeah. Like all, all of that, that entire series is amazing. Um, and everything, You're is, amazing. everything is connected to something else that's already happened in those yeah. movies. Like it, it's, it's pretty cool how they've been doing things. Games. Destiny two new season started season of the chosen. It's pulled me back into the game more so than the last one had. Mm-hmm. I kind of petered off. I hadn't played for almost a month and a half, two months. And I didn't, I, you know, not necessarily on purpose. I had a lot of other shit going on or whatever too. Right. But, uh, this one's pulled me back in. The mechanics that are on it are really awesome. Uh, they have a new feature that's kind of uh, mixed in with this called Battlegrounds. And it's kind of like doing a miniature version of Strikes in the game. 
Um, for those of you that have played Destiny, you know what I mean. A strike is technically one. Uh, you you have uh, three people that'll go in, and you kind of have like a campaign or a story mission that you do together. Um, there's just a lot more enemies, and it's diff- it's not a actual like campaign story mission. It's something unique in and of itself, telling more story. Um, the battlegrounds do the same principle, but it's just a little smaller scale, so you can kind of go through them faster. Gotcha. And it's kind of specifically driven toward the story mm-hmm. line for it and stuff. Um, but it's, it's really good so far. The weapons that they have for this season are like mm, chef's kiss and it's great. Um, really digging it. Uh, I have started the first hour or so of Sekiro, uh, shadows die twice. So that's from software game that yeah. came out like a couple years ago. Um, loving it so far. It's, it's a really neat, uh, having a game that is very some from software esque, but the upgrades are specifically skill based and driven in that sense versus like, on Dark Souls or anything like that, for example, you can get different weapons and you'll upgrade those. You always have like the same principal weapon and the same like your your hand is like a grappling hook and stuff in that. Uh-huh. So you can upgrade different uses and different things for those and different get gain different abilities um, as a character and you don't change weapons as opposed to the other games and stuff. But gameplay wise, it's very similar to like a dark Souls, So it's very, very difficult. It's kind of, it kind of definitely, you have to pay attention to what you're doing when you fight and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I downloaded dragon quest tact. I didn't know dragon quest has a new mobile game that came out very like it, it is a tactics based game. So, you know, your standard uh, RPG tactics games where it has the grid based type of thing. But um, this, Dragon Quest game is predicated on a world that is now uh, nothing but monsters. There are, like, basically no humans. Um, And your character as a human slips into this timeline of where uh, where this is going on. And you have this uh, this thing that kind of looks like a small miniature sword, but it's a baton, like a like a directing baton. Oh. And you use that to uh, ally monsters to your side. And you kind of go through and you gain villains or monsters that you would fight in the Dragon Quest universe, Mm -hmm. including other like major bosses and stuff like that, that you can actually get to join you um, on your quest to go through. uh, It has like a big, huge overarching story where there's a dark lord over the monsters that's trying to overthrow everything. Kind of like a principal, like Dragon Quest uh, storyline, but you know it's all monsters instead of humans and stuff, and you're the only human that's there, kind of mm. helping them. And your squad and your groups that you're kind of getting together are all other monsters. So it was kind of a, a unique take on it. And um, I'm a couple hours into the Medium, which is uh, the new survival horror game that is an Xbox exclusive. Um, from the name, I think the name of the studio is Blooper Games, something like that. Um, the whole premise of this one is is that your character is is a medium, and she's able to tap into another, uh, an alternate dimension that's basically almost kind of like hell gotcha. in a way. Because um, she's a spirit medium, you can talk to dead or deceased people. Is Patricia Arquette um, there? She is not there, oh. unfortunately. Gotcha. Um, but the reason why it is not on Xbox One consoles and is only an Xbox Series X and S exclusive is the hardware that it takes to run um, the game. It, it demands a little bit more because you actually, when you're in both universes, because she like sees herself in the other universe, you play as both of them at the exact same time. 
So it actually full on split screens and you see this like left half is what is going on in the world. Like if you're in an abandoned factory and then the right side is like this weird hellish dimension and some of the puzzle solving elements and things that will kind of rely on you doing things in that version, like over on the, uh, the psychic medium plane, uh, to talk to spirit life or uh, she actually has like this ability in that, uh, in that, in that plane where she can absorb energy from things and use it to like, I'm going to power up this elevator that's down in this, uh, in this abandoned factory or something by absorbing this power. And then she blasts it into there. And then in the other dimension, you can actually start using the elevator kind of a thing. So, but there's a, there's this like demon that is kind of chasing you throughout the whole thing that you can't fight or kill. Um, the game is very atmospheric, definitely horror driven. I've had jump scares that pop out every nice. now and then, but it's been a really cool experience. I'm excited to kind of dive more into it. I think the, the voice actor that does um, the demons voice is, uh, is Troy Baker and he, he's doing an amazing job with it. He's such a talented dude. Uh, my TV is pretty well the same. Like I said, I've been watching a lot more Twitch and stuff like that. I've started a couple of anime. Uh, I didn't know, but I guess in like the late eighties, there was an actual dragon quest anime. Oh, really? And uh, it's called, you're in it. You're like, yeah, you're I love it. In. It's called the adventure of die. They have uh, in October, they completely like HD remastered that anime and, oh, okay. and revoice acted it. It's all, um, it's all uh, d- uh, dubbed or not dubbed, uh, subbed. So yeah. you have to read it um, and everything, but uh, it's, it's pretty cool. It, it's, it's all uh, Akira Toyama's animation and stuff. Cause it's all of his uh, animation and designs are all done by him. He's the guy that does dragon ball. Oh, okay. um, so I see. It's, it's all. I, like, I, I had heard that name yeah, before. It's got all that same kind of similar art style and aesthetic to it and whatnot as as what you would get from like a Dragon Ball. Um, so, so I automatically kind of already love the art style in general, right. anyways. Um, but having this kind of quirky little storylines and stuff that are tied to it, it's pretty cool. Nice. And then another one that I watched is called uh, The Rise of the Shield Hero. Um, another anime. It's really, really uh, you, cool. You, this storyline starts off with uh, your main character slipping into basically almost like a video game world okay. in a way. And he and uh, three other people have all been cast into this world. So that way they can basically be the quote unquote heroes of mm-hmm. the which are like one is an ax hero. One is the sword hero. The main character that you follow is the shield hero. And everybody kind of jokes about it because it's like, you don't even, there's no way you can even fight kind of a thing or whatever. But then it eventually turns into this like super awesome, like him using the shield to like fight and do all kinds of different combats uh-huh. and proving everybody wrong. It's just kind of like a, like the following of this, this hero just kind of rising to power kind of a thing. It's it's, it's really, really cool uh, anime. Nice. Um, listen to any new music? Yeah, I mean, uh, I obviously been listening to some Sad Max. Uh-huh. Uh, been doing some of that. I uh, I really got to listen to the uh, the new Weezer, the OK Human. I finally got a chance to like yeah. really just yeah. like sit down and soak it up. I really like that. It is uh, it's really good. I think it's it reminds me a lot of the Make Believe album. Yeah, um, yeah, I can see that. But I but I really uh, really dug that uh, the whole vibe of it. I liked that. It almost remind me of what were the the Rivers did those like collections of like home sessions. Yeah, yeah. maybe even called home sessions. I don't remember. I don't but they were, remember. Like, kind I know of what you're talking about. Yeah, stuff. they were like little four, three or four song demos. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and these there were some songs like, in, almost like ten years ago now. I feel like that, yeah, that happened. And they're like these big chunks of collections yeah. of just like 
here's a 30 second this and whatever. Mm-hmm. And there were parts of this that kind of reminded me of that because there were like one minute songs and throughout it. Uh, but they were like fully flushed out ideas, but like, yeah, we only flushed out what we had already. And I was like, that's a cool concept to like, every song doesn't have to be a three minute song or right. a five minute song or whatever. Uh, but really catchy, uh, really, really uh, just comfortable, yeah. I guess maybe is a good word for it. It was just like, uh, what's the, when you eat nice, uh, like down home cooking and it's comfort food. Yeah. Gotcha. It was like comfort music a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like it just kind of, it was like a warm like a blanket, return, a good return to form. Yeah. And, and it wasn't like it was anything special specifically. Uh, though, like, even though they've, they've somewhat gotten a little bit more popular in their later albums right. and stuff like that, that there's, there is nothing but familiarity whenever you listen to a Weezer album. Oh yeah. They've never tried to go so far of redefining themselves that they still always sound like Weezer. And that's something that's good and comforting about yeah. going back to it. Same thing with like, uh, like Foo Fighters. Yeah. They've always gone through and tried to reinvent themselves in some kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. circumstance, but they've always have. A Foo Fighters feel, yeah, to it, no matter what. Absolutely, and uh, I finally got a chance to listen to the Every Time I Die stuff. Yeah, and uh, I was like, oh, I do like some heavy music. Like they kind of like <laughs> it, kind of reminded me that I that I do like some heavier stuff. Oh yeah, every once Jin's in a while. good. I yeah. like that. It's it's nice. Yeah, uh, but and uh, Surge had a new song. Did he? Uh, not not like brand new. I guess it's been out for a few weeks. But like Elasticity was mm-hmm. the name of it. Uh, Did he say was, the name of the song in it? It was weird. Go, uh, probably. Yeah. Uh, it was, I guess it was supposed to be a song that he had brought to the table for them to do, and it just didn't make the cut. It yeah. was uh, odd. There I were some like really it, good parts, and there were some like really poopy parts. His first album was that. Yeah, it his was. His first album Absolutely. was essentially like basically what would have been a quote unquote B sides for system. And then it was just yeah. like, I'm just going to release it under my own thing. You can, now. you can tell that he's not the guy who writes the music part of it. Right. Um, that he, somebody else but he's definitely the better voice. <laughs> Darren is, uh, Darren provides the structure and he provides kind of the other side of it. And I'm sure the other guys take a, a big part in it, Shabo oh, yeah, and absolutely. John as well. But, um, but there's definitely a style that comes out of there that just one of them by themselves does not create. Yeah, uh, it's obvious, but yeah, that's that's what I've kind of been listening to. I got uh, Shaky Graves had a new single came out. It's kind of quote unquote new because I think it was also on a live from like Audio Tree or something from like a year or so ago. I see, but it had an official like he actually recorded it, recorded it and put oh, it out um, called Roll the Bones. It's really good. I like it a lot. Um, it's it reminds me. I think I heard that. Too. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes me feel like this is more of like a like a classic. Shaky Graves, not so much like from the newer ones, where right. they had a little bit more of a pop flair to yeah. the folksy. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just more straight up folksy, and, and I really nice. dig it a lot. Um, the, I talked about him before briefly um, in in an in a episode a long time ago, but uh, his name is Tatsuya Mariyama, and he writes kind of lo-fi music, but he um, he kind of does this aesthetic thing with it where he plays guitar over it, and it has kind of almost like a lo-fi, but a poppy flair to it. And the music that he uses to sample for the lo-fi is almost all like household stuff. So like in the first album that I, I was going to mention, he has a, he's made a sequel to one album that he made called soundtrack. Okay. Um, and this is just called soundtrack too. Um, 
in the first one on soundtrack, it was like some of it would have like a little poppy acoustic bits that would over it. And then some of the background stuff that was providing your lo-fi beats would be like him pouring up a glass of water. I see. Um, some general like pots and pans cooking. You'd hear like, a, like it's, you know, like on a stove going and stuff. And it was just him sampling random things from around the house that he wanted to hear in his own beats and stuff like that and it has a really cool flavor and aesthetic to it that's just kind of like i want to say lo-fi but lo-fi has got like this really like low down kind of a thing this almost makes you like want to get up and clean kind of a thing because it's got such a like a a higher pop beat to it i guess hi-fi would be like what i'm looking for it's a genre (laughs) if you want to call it that but it's not really yeah i felt like we've both read comics that we've been talking about in a series not at all not at all (laughs) not one bit it's not possible that we could Sweet have read the same book at the same time, right? Issue four. Yeah. Out of uh, what we got, six? Six, I think, is what it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, a six-issue mini, yeah. and we're, we're on the back half. Yeah. We're sliding down so the back was, half um, of the hill. It was, uh, now that she's more of a pivotal character and we understand a little bit more what's going about, it was uh, the Mel character, Mel, I think is yeah. what it is. It's mm-hmm. just facially, to me, she kind of looked like the big man. I obviously I still we know, could potentially, right? I, I, mean, I guess. Nothing... I mean, that's not necessarily out the out of the you know window kind of completely, but that's just something that I had noticed whenever we were introduced to her in, like, in three. Right. But we got a real connection to how she really fits into the story. Yeah, she's... Earl's she's Earl's sister, sister yeah. brother, yeah, yeah. sister. Yeah. She's Earl's sister. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it we we find out there's a lot of backstory in this issue. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of like going back to father when he's younger, yes. and how they they went up to Alaska and they kind Even of then the other scientist was yeah saying, they were they were specifically talking about um and they, and they had the book that. What's his face? Yeah. He was writing in as well because yeah. the, the, the scientist from Sweet Tooth, whatever yeah, the, his name the, is, not uh, not the um, not the not the Indian guy, but the, the he the Indian guy had the book from the guy from like the twenties. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that he was reading. That's right. Yeah, and then he was kind of following that. Um, and then and, wrote and a following, book, I guess. And following alongside with what Sweet Tooth's father was writing as well as like the prophet, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And then he was following through, and he was writing in the book. After the scientist from the twenties had written, yeah, and this guy and the father or whatever are, were following along with that stuff because they even talk about what is his name, Who? Sanjay, something like that. Is that what the 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 scientist's name is? The one from the from, from Sweet, Tooth? Sweet Tooth. Yeah, I can't remember. I think his last name begins with a T, though. Okay, that yeah. helps. <laughs> I can't remember what his name is off the top. Doesn't of matter. My head. Yeah. He's, he's the we're scientist. following like through the follow kind of the steps of it, but. Uh, the whole pivotal point and stuff is kind of similar to what I was saying might happen. Yeah. As far as we like, do find where out we go, that, yeah, that that's kind of the direction that we're going. He wants to eradicate what's above ground. He wants to, to try and bring them. back yeah. the human human race yeah. up ag- above ground again. They want to create flip a flip the script, yeah. if you will, of what happened at the end of Sweet Tooth. They want to create a hybrid that infects the other hybrids yeah. and kills them off. Mm-hmm. And and so they they find they we're still after, getting flashbacks with Big Man, um, which I think is all just it's DNA, in, in his, yeah, in his yeah. head, yeah. And he's just kind of seeing all of that past stuff that Gus has. It's had just kind of a connection to say yeah. like, hey, these are memories that that exist because you are kind of you are Gus, but you're not right. really Gus, right? At the this, same time, this one ended with Mel finding. Earl and Sweet Tooth, or yeah. or whatever his name is, I, we'll I call him know. Sweet Tooth. Yeah, and then the 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 Penny, Penny, yeah, yeah. And she finds all of them, and yeah. she goes, <laughs> I, re- "I love the her finding uh, Nanny too." Uh huh. 
or uh, what's her name? Is it Nanny too? I, I think it was Nanny too. I'm not 100% yeah. certain. Yeah, she finds Nanny too, and she's like, you're not allowed, and she like fucking cracks her in the jaw. Just she's her. already like bleeding from what happened uh-huh. earlier, kind of from her nose, and she just fucking cracks her jaw and knocks her out again <laughs> to get right past her. Mm-hmm. She starts talking, and it even has like the thing where she gets cut off, and the next thing's just like, yeah, <laughs> getting punched in the jaw. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god. Yeah. This chick is having a bad day. <laughs> so it definitely, I mean, we've got two issues left. It seems like they're definitely... Plans are going to get stopped, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, I, I would. I, part of it seems like we're kind of, as as a group, Mel is going to want to try and get them out of there. Maybe even the rest of the resistance group kind yeah, of thing. That's because they I'm almost wondering. seem like this half of the human, human race that's here alongside of, you know, our Sweet Tooth and Earl and all of them and stuff are all relatively good people. They probably get along with all the people that are above ground that oh, are absolutely. hybrids up there anyways. So maybe they're going to try and, like, we need to find our salvation, which is actually above ground, and get away from all this shit. And even what they've kind of hinted to is that uh, that there is – it could easily be that they're no longer infected by what the hybrids bring to the table, mm-hmm. that there's not – a, because when they're up there, the one scientist to the father's like, we've been up here three, four times and we haven't gotten infected. Like yeah. there's, why That's do you like, think it's that already gone? Exists? Like, because yeah. at that point in time, whenever they're up there, Gus is already dead. Oh yeah. And Long gone. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like maybe whenever Gus had his kids and his kids had his kids, it's already bred out of the people that are there that would have had that. that or the humans. Thing have grown immune to it. Like, yeah, I mean, just cause they're living underground doesn't mean right. that they couldn't have been exposed still. I mean, sure. there's still air that's following right. into Absolutely. the underground. So yeah, they have to be, who's to say there wasn't an immunity stuff. that was brought up over sure. the hundreds of years or, or whatever yeah. it is. And they're just hiding underground like fools. It's a really awesome concept to, to go this far future with everything yeah, too. And in that sense and, and seeing as how like, I'm curious because I'm sure we will see. I want to see what advancements or where we're at with the world with upstairs, the people upstairs. Yeah. Because <laughs> before, you know, the tail end of everything, we were still like kind of almost semi primitive. They were yeah. still living in like you what know, kind of Ewok straw huts, you yeah, know, yeah, stuff like that. You know, cooking stuff over fire and stuff like that. Yeah, are we going to go up there? And it looks like the fucking 1950s. Like they're all driving those kind of cars and right? stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, like econo cars, or maybe it's like super hyper futuristic or something. Maybe like that. the hybrids are smarter and they advance yeah, quicker. Meant, like maybe like we actually have like semi space, almost Star Wars esque kind yeah. of you know kind of. Or stuff I guess going I mean, there. technically, they don't even have to be smarter than regular humans. It could have been. The same, but we already figured all that shit out by the time yeah. the hybrid kind of invasion or whatever happened. Yeah. Uh, so they could have just taken that technology and ran with it and continued. Could have. I mean, they they definitely seem like they were learning for the most part. But, I mean, uh, for all extents of purposes, both Gus, uh, what was the the pig hybrid chick's name? I can't oh, remember. Oh, I can't remember And either. then uh, the, the Lucky or whatever. Mm-hmm. The, the, they weren't the most intelligent of people. Yeah. So I'm assuming like maybe as we've gone down the line, maybe we've got people that are definitely of a smarter variety. Yeah. His kids already like Gus's kids already seemed like way smarter than or he maybe. Was yeah. Person. Or maybe there's other hybrids that were actually because I think the reason why they weren't that intelligent is because they were hidden from the world. Yeah. It's like you well, had to grow like, this backwoodsy. Like, that's what I meant. Like this is almost like this whole like storyline was like backwoods nebraska yeah you know what i mean like that that was where we were like they weren't like there were people in the hills you know i mean like gus starts talking and stuff he has like a a country accent yeah the whole time (laughs) yeah uh it does make me think though we never really addressed big cities like 
Like we addressed country yeah. to Alaska. Yeah. But and we didn't that, like, Alaska was like outside Anchorage. It wasn't even in Anchorage. Yeah. So, so like, I mean, we didn't even see what the city that of that ilk was. Even who's like. to say that the cities didn't actually have a, a community, a communal living of hybrids and humans. Because I mean, we see from personal experience sometimes how different we think mm-hmm. in just in Southern Illinois and we're two hours from a city at yeah. any point in time or less. And, uh, and we think there's a lot of, they're not necessarily us, but there are a lot of people who think a lot yeah. differently about people that are different from one another. Or you take it from the circumstances or in, in this case of another comic book, look at something like the walking dead Yeah. after everything's happened and stuff like that. We've seen the fallout of what happened in the city of, of, uh, of Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. And we've gone past that. And then, you know, hundreds of issues a hundred issues later or something like that we've like this is the world that as it stands now this is all we know yeah and then you find out like it's a bigger world there's these giant communities that are already here that have already been doing what you're trying to do right now but on a scale like times a hundred yeah you know what i mean so you have this massive community that's basically turned into a city it's a much larger world than what you think so i mean maybe it could be something similar to that you know i mean maybe there was this hybrid fallout that happened but if all these hybrids from the cities got together and they're much more intelligent, they could have had another city infrastructure. We just Absolutely. Re- it's new New York all yeah. over again, but now it's now it's hybrids. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And and who could, who says that they didn't actually figure out a way for humans to live side by side? They created a vaccine for it right a long time ago. So everybody's going to go up, and there's communal living between humans and hybrids, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody's been fine. But they're just like, like they've been yeah. living in the underground backwoods yeah. i mean all of nebraska i mean uh, they go directly from nebraska up and through canada all yeah. of all of areas that are basically just like just plains plains yeah. and waste at that point right. you know for as for all extensive purposes yeah so they're going through nothing but like you know smaller towns they never hit major cities on their way yeah. through i mean the ma- biggest major thing that they've gone through was just driving on interstate yeah whenever they had their vehicle for exactly. that time being so it's kind of interesting to see like how big that world could be yeah potentially and we may never see it in at least in comic book form. Maybe if yeah. they did something with them, we to do the TV series, yeah. we might be able to see something a little bit more expansive. Hopefully, yeah. yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting to answer some of those questions about how widespread is this what and is the what kind of reaction on? is it going to be on? Is it sci-fi? I mean, Netflix. It is it Netflix? Is it not? I can't remember. Maybe what. sci-fi. I, I thought it. Was, I, I thought it was on something that was actually like tied to cable at some point. I, I don't. Remember. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't remember. For some reason I had Netflix in my brain, but. Yeah. Sci-fi also sounds right. I think it is sci-fi. I agree with you. Speaking of sci-fi, we also read Star Wars. Yes. Uh, The New Old Republic. The New Old Republic. (laughs) The High Republic. The Super High Republic, (laughs) bruv. Issue 2 out now. Uh, This is completely separate. When does the first issue of Lock and Key crossover happen? I think it's getting pushed back. It got pushed back. I mean, again. I, I like, think I, it, I, I think it just. I I haven't looked at what okay. the new solicitor. I kept date. looking and I was just like, I felt like we should be like a month away from it now. And then I was looking at it, I was like, December was sure supposed it, to come out. Yeah, and then I meant like it I got pushed Maybe back. November. I thought I thought it was. It was it got pushed back at one point in time to March, and whenever I looked at it, I think the listing says like April, May now. Oh wow! So I was just like, how long are we going to wait Jeez. for this thing now? <laughs> Jeez. Keeps getting so pushed back. Uh, yeah, we got the second issue. Got a little bit more, mm-hmm. I guess, kind of not backstory, but yeah, kind um, of like we're getting a little bit more information about. Is this backstory? You think this isn't this? 
This story takes place I meant, after. I meant, I meant specifically learning more about uh, what's his face as characters. Uh, Skier? Skier's uh, past. Oh, okay. I was because we, think we of... learn more about like, oh, where he lost his... Oh, because he's having the flashbacks his... yeah, and we, everything. we learn more about where he lost his arm from that Nero or whatever the, that race is yeah, called. Yeah, they had made the mention of that the war. prior to. And then he's kind of... that. It almost like that's kind of where he's kind of thinking of is like, I, I guess it's almost kind of like he's having like PTSD. I like think so. Flashbacks. Absolutely. I thought he was going to be turning bad at first and then kind of like now, I'm, now that I'm kind of looking at it from this angle, I'm just like, it's almost like he's like he's like, a, like a Vietnam vet, you know, kind yeah. of redealing with PTSD, the shit. He's, yeah. Just got major PTSD from losing his arm. Absolutely. Um, and I think it's just, just kind of causing him to kind of lose it. And they don't, I don't, it seems like they kind of really don't know how to handle it because they don't maybe know all about what he's gone through. Yeah. And I, but get people the sense. did know. I mean, they knew like he lost his arm during this war. This is what happened, but they don't understand like the mental side of it. Well, I mean, this is, you got to think that this is the first, they, they're coming off of, as far as we know, this is first war ever. In in this in the Star of Wars, um, you know the yeah. the High Republic is kind of settling into now taking over and governing the galaxies mm-hmm. after a fight for a struggle that we aren't really mm-hmm. sure exactly what was going on. But the so, first time we've seen that race, I don't. It doesn't didn't that doesn't seem familiar to me. The the, the Neil or whatever. Yeah, the not that I know of. I, I didn't notice that we saw the one, but it was like in the panels that you see. You don't really get to see. It's like its face or anything yeah. like that really too well. You just see it's like kind of almost like a weird red outline thing. And yeah. He was like trying to get to him and he was just like, yeah, and he cuts yeah. him and then that's like the thing that you see. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, all right, well, I guess these are bad guys, but we don't really <laughs> know too much the about them. <laughs> yeah. And then you get the, our two new characters, which are very mm-hmm. weird. The, uh, the twins that Tarek are like symbiotic. And Sarek. Yeah. Um, Their names front and back. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, they're marshals, I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, which that just, I, I keep forgetting the word marshals, but I guess that's a, that's a thing that. And then Neil kills, which one? Sarah and Tarek's alive. I thought they were both alive. Are they both? Okay. I think so. I think cause I feel like one says something they to the other. They mentioned something about like, he'll be all right. Or they mentioned something about, um, the, the ship that they're on having back to. Yes. Because of that's the, the hut that's on there that's dead or something. Yes. They were talking about like Bacta because Bacta is not even a thing it's new. really. Yeah, it's, it's new. They're still kind of and they were talking about out. like healing with something else in there. Yeah. And they were the, that's how they were going to have to deal with it. And I was just yes. like, wow, that's kind of nuts to think that like they're just now finding out about Bacta. Yeah. This comic book is the origin of Bacta. It's what we've all been <laughs> waiting for. As uh, like, I can't wait to learn more about Bacta and Metachlorians. <laughs> yes. How did this all come together? But yeah, so... It it kind of seemed like not a lot of mm-hmm. happening, and I hope that we get to some action. Yeah, like I said, I I felt like it was more or less like I said, just those subtle little nods kind of understanding to about Skier's thing and understanding like why he was freaking out about all yeah. the stuff and seeing that he's just kind of dealing with the trauma of the lost arm because it wasn't too terribly long ago when that happened. Yeah, it they make it seem, seem like they it, make it yeah. seem like it was just. A handful of years. Like it was right before he took on her as yeah. a Padawan. And he's only had her for like five to seven yeah. years, something like that. So this meant like it's only been a handful of years and he's still kind of dealing with this like mentally. Yeah. And he's keeping it under wraps. But now these things that are happening, especially with like the return of this Neil yeah. race, you know, that they thought were basically kind of gone. Yeah. Like now they're kind of here and around and it's just kind of like opening up this Pandora's box mm-hmm. instead of his head. I still think like he could turn bad. You know, yeah, of course, all these negative 
negative thoughts and all of this hate and shit. Cause you could see like he was pissed and like panting and shit after he cut him in half and yeah. kind of letting that side take, take, you know, yeah. Cause you do have to worry about the whole like dark the, side yeah, taking one, over uh, balance. The grand marshal chick or whatever, whenever she's talking to, um, talking to them about it and stuff, he tells her, she tells him, you know, you have to meditate on it. And he's just kind of like, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. Kind whatever. of a thing. Yeah. And just kind of like, but like you normally, you're just kind of like, they're supposed to be a little bit more obedient than that. He's kind of like second guessing yeah. this thing and just kind of giving into some fear. And that's kind of the first steps mm-hmm. of things. So, I mean, it could happen. Maybe he could be turning into a bad. Yeah. Absolutely. Eventually. Yeah. He I could really be kind of somebody that they're dealing with. I, it definitely seems like we're still introducing characters and understanding right. their, their kind of struggles and how they kind of build, um, yeah, it's, it just seems like it's a little slow, mm-hmm. um, but I think we said that on the first issue as well. So yeah, it's not too far off. They uh, they also started the Star Wars Adventures oh. High Republic book. Nice. Um, so it's the a little bit more kid friendly version, different storyline mm. um, to kind of play into it. I read that one as well. Sure. Uh, there's a it's a kind of a, a side by side story of like so it seems to me the whole High Republic story overall is a story of like missionaries, like the Jedi or missionaries going mm-hmm. to each planet and going like, Hey, are you okay? Do you need help? What's going on? And all this stuff. And so this kind of follows a group of like Yoda is in charge of this group of uh, Padawans that are like, uh, are younglings. Maybe I guess they're not even technically, they don't have Jedi's masters yet. So they're not right. Padawans yet. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So these younglings are, he's taken them on a, on a, like field trip, I guess, kind of. And, uh, and he takes him to this planet and the story plays side by side between in a uh, magic school bus. Yes. He's Holy shit. <laughs> uh, like our, our main character on the Jedi side is Lula and our main character on the, uh, on the, on the planet that they're going to visit eventually is zine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they're both like younger, uh, seem like females They're Uh, and they are, uh, it's kind of told from side by side story. And the the planet that Zine is on is uh, it's they kind of make fun of Jedi's or they kind of like it's not something that's widely accepted. Mm-hmm. They kind of it's like sorcery magic kind of a thing. Yeah. Like uh, silly can, religion. Yeah, yeah, you can tell that it's kind of like what majority of like all of the actual movie episodes kind of play on. A, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I mean. It's fresh. It's yeah. like really fresh. Especially there. Like you go like in and episode then, one, you go to the outer rim, you're going to Tatooine for the yeah. first time and there's not really any Jedi right. or anything like that. So that's there. Yeah. So they're all kind of like, you know, like Watto is just like, uh, silly, stupid Jedi mind tricks. Yeah. And so, so when the Jedi show up, there's like, there's these, the planet is kind of being infiltrated by these bad guys. And so it's like, Yoda's got a bunch of younglings and he's like, no, we're staying and we're going to help these people. That's what this is all about. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't really supposed to be fighting bad guys. Um, and you find out that like your, your zine character that's on the planet. Uh, she notices that Lula, our, our other, our Jedi main character is trying to like stop something like with the force mm-hmm. and Zine runs over and helps her and uses the force oh, as so well. It's like your so, interaction. Yeah. And so she finds, she kind of realizes and her friends are like, why aren't you tell me you got like, and kind of get shunned almost immediately. And you could tell that like, there's going to be a, that we're probably going to follow these two and they're going to build a relationship, these two girls together. 
and we're gonna she's gonna zine's gonna have to make a decision on whether she stays on that planet or goes with the jedi now that she's kind of opened up and exposed powers that she didn't know she had and uh i think it'll be a cool a cool little like it's lighthearted story I, I guess i you might have mentioned that that was happening but i didn't realize that that was kind of yeah. a it's almost They're, like a it's like a Jedi West Side story. <laughs> right. They're popping out all kind of, like there's like I think three or four books out yeah. at different levels of like uh expert level we'll call them, which is like an adult book and not like born. Sure. Uh and then like there's like teenage, like y- young adult, and there's like children's books. You did say Jedi missionaries. <laughs> so I mean it's like it's all over the place, but they have really built up this high republic world. And I'm hoping they're not oversaturating it because I don't know who's keeping up with all of these storylines all at once. I don't know. Um, I, as far as it goes with Star Wars things, if you're in it as far as like past the movies, past TV right. shows and stuff like that, I don't really know that there's necessarily an oversaturation. Yeah. I feel like most of the people that are in it are people like you and like me that are like, I'm, we're really steeped in this world. We want to know more about what's going yeah. on kind of a thing. So if you're, you're, you're in, in it to a certain extent, you kind of want to consume as much as possible because yeah. you're just interested in all of that base or lore. And you kind of, I guess, pick your like thing. Like I like to consume comics. So yeah, sure. Like I'm going to follow the comic books, but I'm probably not going to follow the novels because right. reading's not fundamental. It's hard. Um, and so it's just not. But what if happen. they? What if they was like, "Hey, Shad, we got something for you. We made comics based on all of the novels." <laughs> then I'd read that shit. <laughs> I did get the audiobook of the first High Republic novel that came out. I haven't listened to it yet, but mm-hmm. um, I'll listen to a novel all day long. But sometimes uh, the old uh, undiagnosed ADD kind of takes over and is like, "Hey, what's this?" And I'll get like one page into a book before I'm not in the book anymore. Mm-hmm. So you know. Undiagnosed AD, I feel New Zealand. This has been IFNZ Production. Yeah! <laughs>